Hello. Welcome to the patch. Really blew this your load week, early there. Brought to you by Trunk Club. There we are. <laughs> and apparently jelly beans. Uh, I'm that Gus. That aren't really jelly beans. They're not jelly beans. I I'm got Gus. excited. I'm Adam. I'm Ryan. I'm Gus. You're on the, you're on the spot with that, uh, that uh, hourglass. I, I flipped it. You know, it, it means nothing, but, you know, I did it anyway. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's a rough guide to guiding our journey, talking about You know what's games. a better guide? That clock. That clock is pretty good. <laughs> the clock helps. Yeah, but they can't see that. Only we, only we can see. They that. really put very little effort into selling this as actual jelly beans, right? How, also, why would you get jelly beans in a jar like that with a twist off top? Like, there's a lot of jelly beans are also the worst fake food to put in there because yeah. they don't shake mm -hmm. when there's mm -hmm. snakes in there. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Someone should really address it. The gag will never work. It'll never work. <laughs> All right, how about that? Video games. Uh, I played some. How about I, you? I played some. I, I feel like I've been stuck. Not stuck. That, that makes it sound like a negative, negative connotation. I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy 15, so it's been like eating into my other gameplay time. I want to hear about it. Have you we not gotta it stop talking about Final Fantasy. No, 15. why do we talk talking about, about it like it? in three weeks in a row? Well, if there's more stuff to say about it, let's. Why are you gonna Why are you gonna hate? What, what do you, you want to talk about then, Ryan? I want to talk about Arizona. Let's see. Sunshine. What did Ryan put on the document to talk I, about? Nothing. I do want to talk about Arizona Sunshine. There I you go. Look, I've, I've recruited document. one person that wants to talk about it already. Arizona Sunshine. What's Arizona Sunshine? All right. So Arizona Sunshine is. Well, this is what I'm excited about because of Arizona Sunshine. We're finally starting to see a game. In virtual reality. And by that you mean not a tech demo or something that feels half-assed. Yes. It feels whole-assed. It's, it's pretty. It works well. I don't know how long the story is at this point, but it has a story. I mean, it's not like any great shakes. It, I would equate it to maybe to like Left 4 Dead, where it's like, oh, okay, well, it's you're going from point A to point B, but you at least have a kind of a quirky main character. He's got some things to say. He's just a little, uh, little Frank West, a little shoot from the hip kind of, like, hey. Yeah, it, he, the game feels like it has a little more polish because the animation stuff are good. He like narrates what you're doing. The weird thing is when you think about it, the thing that makes it stand out apart from the other zombie wave shooters is that you're just moving around a map. And the map is kind of like... It, it's not like ex exceptionally well designed or anything like that, mm -hmm. but it's like just the act of going from point A to point B makes the game like feel a lot more fresh as you're going through it. Yeah, and you don't feel like killing. All you're doing is moving through the map and killing zombies and picking stuff up. So I yeah. see a, a thread about it here on the Steam forums. Uh, someone's asking how long the game is, mm -hmm. and it seems like the consensus consensus is somewhere between four and five hours. Okay, so I'm probably pretty close to the end, but. It does have a co-op mode and it has a what does it have a, a wave-based mode? It, it has if a you're not up to four-player horde mode. Yeah, uh, though you can play it single player as well. And then it has yes, two-player co-op in the campaign, which uh, you can look out for a video of Michael and I doing that uh, coming up soon. We've filmed it. I don't know when it's going to come out, but uh, it for the most part worked okay. For some reason, I was a giant. That like I was I was like eight feet tall and Michael was short and most of the time walking around. We were like crotch forward. What does that mean? Uh, so a lot of the times when you were just standing there, and I, I feel like I have to demonstrate, but so it's um. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. So, so there's still multiplayer jankiness. Is what you're saying? So yeah. Have so you, you, and for those of you that are on the audio podcast, it's imagine just inverting the way a human would stand, like the crotch being the foremost part of you entering into well, danger. That, the crotch leads me to danger. <laughs> so uh, I could see why that that design. They really made. took the metaphor of that and made it reality. Mm -hmm. though. Mm -hmm. Have you have you played like Horde Z and, and had that sort of multiplayer jank? That's the sort of stuff I wish would go away when because mm -hmm. it kind of kills the. I'm with my friend stuff when you see him just like as a crumpled up piece of human on the ground. It's really weird. <laughs> they well, It's funny because they went through phases with Horde Z where obviously you could tell at the beginning uh, it actually worked better. And then they went through a phase where the other player became incredibly low frame rate. Yes. That's what raw data does too. I feel like it's come back a bit though in Horde Z. Like it's, they've, they've, they've addressed I, I, that a bit. I have not played it in a couple months. I actually haven't played VR in a couple months because mm -hmm. I, I, we're in a growing phase of VR and I feel like if I take a step back... I can come back like a couple months later and find new games that are mm -hmm. that feel more complete, like Arizona Sunshine. You tried a little bit of Arizona Sunshine. This I did. Time, I was yeah. playing. I played the first mission. Played about an hour, or a little bit more than the first mission. Played about an hour of it. Um, it's fun. Like you get to there is a map to walk around. There is objectives to figure out. You have to figure out where a key is to unlock this car. And but um, that's also a dumb 
it's dumb. Like dumb it's, thing yeah, where I like mean, you can't just break the window and get into the car. Yeah, that was that was the thing that he he brought up, and I was trying to. The first thing I tried to do was you come across this SUV, and it's like, okay, I need to go in the SUV, and they're like, we got to find a key. But in, instead of finding a key, I shut the window out, and I was going to go in the car, but it didn't let you do that. And that's it's one of those things that it would only be like viable in VR to be able to shoot out a window and then reach in the car and unlock the door. But to, and not taking advantage of that kind of takes you out of it a little bit, but yeah. I, I get it. Like, they want you to go in the building and find the cool guns. But why like, not have a lockbox in the car that you need a key for, or something like that? Totally. Right, That's like, there, there's, there's another step you I, I went into uh, I went into the building to find the key, and I found a cool, like, Western gun. and it, The revolver. They're yeah. kind of all the same. The Western gun feels like it packs a little bit more of a punch, but something about, like, in, in a Western, like, Arizona setting, like, shooting that gun feels really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, gun, the gunplay is... Is pretty good. The it best. It the, feels pretty good. The, the best part about it is the the hit detection on enemies. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's it has a wide array of places you can hit them. You can shoot limbs off. You can shoot pieces of limbs off. Like I shot like a piece of the neck off. of the Yeah, zombie. you can blow holes in them too. Yeah, uh, yeah, if you really focus on the torso. Some of the enemies later on have like helmets and things, so you kind of have to. Um, yeah, no, the gun stuff really works. The only problem I have with sometimes with the gunplay is some of the guns, the iron sights on them are a little difficult to distinguish yeah. in the resolution that is available in the mm. headset. Mm. I, I was talking to Gus about this earlier, mm. and I noticed that in the distance things were really, really fuzzy because of the way the, the, the resolution of the screen door There are settings is. for that. Right. I was saying we should mess with super sampling to see mm. how, how good we can make it look because that, that stuff made it a little bit difficult to shoot enemies in the distance. I found myself always teleporting closer to enemies um, to kill them. I did right. also find that I don't really like teleporting in ga- that much anymore. So you you liked it because I've never been a big fan of it. it it's it's been it's ser- like it is serviceable in this game for when you're because a lot a lot of the game you're like you're walking through and you're not covering large distances at once. You're going a few feet. You're picking up stuff. You're searching through cars. Um, but in the times when you have to cover large distances, like oh I forgot that gun back in the SUV. I better go back and get it. And or you have to I'm cover, running away from a zombie. Right. You have to cover a few hundred feet at once. You're basically just like it's like flashing at you repeatedly as you teleport five feet at a time. So what kind of solution would be better for that though? Well, I was playing uh, raw data and if. If you have to do teleporting, things like raw data do it really good. Where you're teleporting, but you're actually you don't. You, it never fades to black. It just zooms you there, mm, like you right, sort of. Right. It's like sort you of dash leap there. forward, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is uh, what is that stealth game that has yet to come out, but had a demo when oh, Vive first launched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, no. Well, it was it was a uh, it was the one where you threw the knives and you were the robot. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, budget cuts. Yes. Budget cuts. Budget cuts had a good solution. Is there a spider on me? Totally is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, no. Uh, with, the, with the portals, right? Budget because you threw like a ball, and you would yeah. you'd be able to actually like hold up your hand and see through that and teleport through that, and that's a good solution too. Still teleportation, it's still though. slow. It's still teleportation, but like you have a sense of awareness before you actually go through the teleporting like option, where or the teleporting procedure, where uh, with things like. Uh, Arizona Sunshine, yeah. your your screen goes to black and you appear five feet ahead of you. Mm. No, it's or, it's very it, you, it goes to black, but it's very very brief. It's not. It's like very it's brief, a, but when you're covering large distances, it's like you're blinking a thousand actually, times. I don't know that it really even goes to black. I think it just blinks. It, it goes to black. Um, I w- yeah, but again, I if you're gonna do a game like Arizona Sunshine, that is my one complaint with it at the moment is don't you can't have just a teleport option because no. if you're running away from a zombie. I find myself, I'll like point backwards and right. just start clicking the button, but it doesn't really work out. I also wouldn't mind artificial locomotion. I know a lot of people get sick doing that, but I think there I is, yeah. I mean, you get your VR legs, at least some people do get their VR legs, so at least giving the option to just hold the thumb the thumbstick down and oh, move around the direction. Yeah, I mean, like, at first it was very jarring, but now when I do that in games, it's fine. Or if you want to cover long distances, like you said, you could always just close your eyes and then yeah. push in a direction. <laughs> I will say, for is janky as the game was in general 69 ways to kill a zombie did have an interesting take on that which was you just swing your arms naturally that is a weird interesting idea you should try it out yeah there's there's a few different solutions okay there's a few different solutions to um to locomotion in vr that i've seen and one is that there's another one where you sort of run in place which it's i've never tried it some people like it it's it's bizarre um but yeah that that stuff's very interesting there's another one where um it, it you teleport and it shifts the perspective of the game, so you never actually have to stop walking. You walk into end of your space, and the game's perspective shifts around, so you can just turn around and keep walking, which doesn't. It seems weird to me, but that, that sounds is like also a holodeck solution. or something. Yeah, from Star Trek, kind of like that. Yeah. So, I really like Arizona Sunshine. I think it's a good indicator that games can be complete feeling. 
Um, I want to play it in co-op, though. It seems like a lot of fun. It, like I said, dude, when Michael and I played it, it was definitely a lot of fun. It, it works very well. Uh, there are a bunch of different masks and hats and stuff you can put on to differentiate between the two players. You can throw things to each other, um, which is kind of a fun ex- experience. When was the last time you went back to Rec Room? I've been to Rec Room in a while. I, I and you've talked about it a lot. I went out. I went back after the paintball update, <clears throat> and that game was awesome. I haven't been which back Which they added a, a sniper rifle? I, have they? Thing? I don't know. That, I think that sounds have. awesome. But yeah, no, the, the I'm liking the way some of these VR games are feeling. I do. I have like that that bit of uh, not it's jealousy towards Oculus because they have so many more titles, and I can go in and play them on Revive. Yeah, but it's just another layer that I don't feel like I I want to go through. Um, but well, I mean, it's uh, now that Touch is out, you're probably gonna see a lot more. Uh, motion controller based titles so yep. revive may be a lot more valuable because yeah. that's unless you want to shell out another 200 bucks for touch no it apparently works really really well uh for revive i i've installed it and the first time i tried to launch it it just everything came apart gotcha but that you know do we have that t- happens do we have touch controllers in the office we uh, don't i don't i don't have any no we, okay. we've talked about maybe ordering them just i'm ordering them right now oh, all right i'm on interested air. in uh getting my hands on them i play with my them hands one fit time. in them i have giant hands they are like that's. I mean, your hand is is not that much bigger than mine. You'll probably be fine. Yeah, all right. But it is. I mean, it is a, a ring that completely right. Goes that around that your was hand. part of my concern. Um, I played with it one time and just briefly for the E three demo of Bridge Simulator for Star Trek, and it a I had no complaints. Worked sure. perfectly fine. I never noticed it for a minute and went, "Oh, this is bad." It does feel more comfortable in your hand than the Vive controller. I did, I, I streamed some last night and did a VR for three hours straight. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, my hand was cramped to hell. For? <clears throat> Just from the Vive controller. I did Arizona Sunshine and then Surgeon Simulator. I've pl- I mean, I've played four or five hours of Vive and the worst part about it is your face sweating and the, the lens fogging up, for me at least. You, you're you really sweaty. I do, I know. I, I actually, when <laughs> I used your Vive earlier and you weren't in the room, but I sat there for a while like drying out yeah. the, the thing. I, I, you I, need I, to get... I, I bought the, that cover, the VR cover, specifically for you. You should get the... Uh, did you, so VR cover at that same uh, website also has a replacement just pad. I've got that also. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That I was so going to say... Better. We gotta get we gotta get something for that. Well, it's <laughs> the one that's not the one that's the the spongy stuff, but one that's it's like a, a pleather. Yep. I think we like, yeah, I've got yeah. one of those. Yeah. Those are they're more comfortable too. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The spongy shit gets especially once you heat up a bit, it just it starts to like pull on your face. Gross. Uh, the other one just when you I mean you have to adjust it so it's it's pulled properly, but I can take that off and it's it's way more comfortable. Have you have you had extended sessions in the Vive? Uh, not as long as that. I think the longest I'll do is like an hour or two. Gotcha. I mean, the first time I was in the Vive for a few hours, I took it off and the foam had like deteriorated on my face. Oh, uh, whoa. Was, right. It was like, there was like black flecks all over. And I figured like with someone like you who has corrosive sweat. Only for metal. Okay. Fair so enough. So as long as it's not metal, I'm okay. <laughs> um, so it's funny you were talking about your, your hands cramping from, you know, gripping the controllers for so long. A few weeks ago, God, I haven't been on the patch in a while. A few weeks ago, I went to VR developer conference out in San Francisco. And I should look up who gave this talk. Uh, I'll give her credit. But one of the, the one of the sessions I went to, was, the presenter was talking about how, if you want to look at it from a very broad perspective, there are two different grips that humans have. Like, And if you think about like holding a gun, that's like a power grip. It's kind of like how when you hold the Vive controller, like... It's like this, you know, very mm-hmm. broad motion. It's not good for fine-tuned uh, movement. And then the other grip uh, that humans have is a precision grip. Like you think about holding a pen or a paintbrush and that, and like how right now all of our VR interfaces are very much power grips and how there's really no precision grip uh, technology yet or tracking. So it's 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 a weird distinction to think about. Like if you were in the real world, you wouldn't, and like looking at a tilt brush, you wouldn't really paint like this. Right. Like it's, it's just a, a weird sure. thing where we're trying to figure out even like the the interface that we should be using for for VR, it was it was a weird thing I'd never even thought about. I thought it was it was a really interesting point. So I guess it'd be more akin to doing something like spray painting, a really yeah, broad I guess, sp- yeah. uh, strokes. Though people can get very fine precision out of that, but it's a different skill set than you. That just, came out too, King Spray. Yeah, I haven't tried that. It's been on several different platforms now. I think. Yep. Uh, I haven't tried it because it's I'm not that artistically inclined. I'm, I'm, not, so I I'm not artistically inclined in that way either, but it seemed cool. You'd be like, hey, there's a line. There's a line. There was, there All right, a, let's shoot I something. think there's another one called Painty. There's been a couple different and, spray and paint Painty simulators. seemed cool because 
you could, aside from painting, you you could like climb up buildings with your hands, uh-huh. like Spider Man, and that seems kind of awesome. Like the, the 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 like perspective of climbing and being on the cliffs in VR is still kind of awesome to me. Like you still feel like you're up there. You, so you still get some of that. Still get a little bit of vertigo. Those vertigo feeling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was doing that today in Arizona sunshine. Mm-hmm. You go up a big uh, ladder. It's like fifty feet tall, and mm-hmm. I like took a look back and ooh. I'm kind of sad that I've lost that. Like it's it's pretty much all gone. Yeah, I I mean I'm not scared to walk off the ledge, but yeah, it's still like I still feel like I'm up there, which is cool. I wonder if that's it's. I kind of get the impression that maybe that was a transition people went through with every new technology, like movies. I'm sure at some point someone was like, "Oh, I'm there," and then. Well, yeah, I know I mean, IMAX that, does that for sure, but that that was the thing with like old CG is when you mm-hmm. watched it back then, you thought it looked awesome and it looked real, and of course now you don't. And then all of a sudden you had a frame of reference. Yeah, it was like you always hear stories about like when movies first started, like people would see a train coming to them in the film and they'd mm-hmm. like get scared and run out of the <laughs> the theater. <laughs> like <laughs> it's, it's shit like that. You, right. you, you, there's a, there's a learning curve uh, associated with that. So I can't wait till we look back on this one. And we're like, oh yeah, we were stupid. <laughs> Let me uh, read something here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Trunk Club. It's no secret that a lot of guys aren't great at making time to shop for clothes, but they still want to look good. Trunk Club can help. Trunk Club makes it easy for you to look your best in clothes that fit you perfectly and look amazing. Handpicked by your own personal stylist. Go to trunkclub.com slash thepatch. Type in your measurements, share your likes and dislikes, and Trunk Club will send a trunk of clothing straight to your door, handpicked by your very own personal stylist. Trunk Club is backed by Nordstrom, so stylists have access to some of the best designer brands. Try on your stylist selections, keep what you like, send back what you don't. Trunk Club is not a subscription service. Order clothes whenever you like from your own personal stylist, then take five days to try everything on, and returns are always free. Get started today at trunkclub.com slash thepatch. That's trunkclub.com slash thepatch. Trunkclub.com slash thepatch. Thank you to Trunk Club for sponsoring this episode of The Patch. Um, there was an, oh, and then also, so we, we were talking about like this new, new technology and head, mm-hmm. headsets and stuff. Another thing I saw while I was there at VR Developers Conference, uh, I, I, I attended a session that was run by the CEO of a company called Idealens, and I guess they make, right now they, they make an all-in-one uh, HMD, and it's like it's all, it's, everything runs on, the, on, on board, and it's actually really comfortable. I, I tried it on there, and it's really nice, like the batteries on the back to like kind of counterweight against the, the lenses and stuff. And, the the CEO of the company was talking about like road mapping for like future generation VR headsets. Like where where is it going? You know, getting everything wireless so that you you know you have more power and wire you know you can have a lot more freedom of movement. Then you, they had a demo there of like a prototype unit that I got to try on. It had 8K resolution and 180 degree FOV. Wow! And it was it was huge though. Like it was like putting a monster on your face <laughs> but uh it was it was awesome to see that kind of thing mm-hmm. and he was talking about how they're working on prototypes for even f- like next next generation headsets that are like a pair of glasses that have fiber optic uh fiber optics in them and using lasers they shoot the light directly onto your retina it's freddy player one right it's so exactly that <laughs> so that you're like fully immersed does, does that like have they gotten that te- technology to a point where there's a proof of concept like can that work i have no idea because that sounds absolutely crazy to me but maybe in it sounds 20 like years someone, that's going to be normal they sketched it on a whiteboard like here's the idea right as soon we, as we, we read, have the we technology read, we read ready player one <laughs> he said that and, and again i have no idea like how legitimate it is he said that he hopes to bring that technology to market within five years which seems very aggressive it's to ambitious. me. Ambitious. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's uh, really the challenge to that is probably not necessarily just the shooting it into your cornea. It's the doing that while you look around with your eyeball, because then you have to have a lot more points of focus. Yeah, I mean, well, I feel like yeah, I could, I could see that. We're already starting to get to yeah. Where would you shoot from, right? Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Maybe just have something that covers like a cup and there's like a lasers all around we're all gonna be pirates we're gonna be vr pirates with our eye patches yeah i i'm this i don't believe this technology could exist but i'm excited to be proven wrong because like if we already have like foveated rendering like you can already Mm -hmm. track the eye but then i guess it's a matter of like what's the point of origin for the light or the laser Mm -hmm. when it's coming in because then you're not just looking at like a static flat screen yeah yeah that's weird i don't know it's it's gotta be pretty direct in unless we all have to just learn to no, because that 
You just you can't do that. Yeah, we're gonna take away the motion of the eyes. We're all gonna look around like this. I, I watched uh, Grace get laser surgery a few weeks ago, uh-huh. and they put a thing on her eye that makes her makes it so the eye can't shift. Uh-huh. It's like a suction cup. Just, and it like she could, was, uh, uh, freaks me out, man. Yeah, let me pitch you a future here. Okay, so they develop a technology whereby amazing, amazing clarity, perfect clarity, but you can't move your eyes. It, do you think it catches on enough that no. we actually influence that humans are now walking around? That's impossible. No, no. you'd have to like train yourself. But from, you'd want it, right? You'd, you'd have to train yourself from like a baby, like from the before you were even aware. Nah, of it. you can you learn new things. You wouldn't have the same field of view, and you wouldn't have the like you. You'd have neck injuries. Dude. Look, it's. I mean, it's something that would be so quickly kind of. Uh, learnable almost pavlovian sort of because as you're wearing it as soon as you move away from it you lose focus you would learn not to move your eyeballs around i'm not saying i want this future to happen i'm just saying there's so many like like, subconscious eye movements that you're not even aware of that happen all the time do you think there's ever been a technology invented that actually changed the way humanity functioned like that though i don't know what do you do different now i mean for example i guess uh shoes change the way that we walk mm-hmm. and how we run because of the the change their tread pattern uh there's got to be things that have just altered the way a human exists in to- the world toilet paper paper it's toilet funny paper, i was thinking of toilet paper really also. toilet that's paper it's exactly the first thing i thought of <laughs> I, yeah I <laughs> what's, what does toilet paper give us i can wear these pants tomorrow <laughs> probably takes i don't smell like, like ass <laughs> <laughs> makes it so you don't get sick as much i'm sure it's true, but uh, yeah, no, I was thinking more of a physical change, but yeah, that, or a mannerism change. Hmm. <laughs> You're terrible. No, I don't. I don't know, but, but yeah, I don't. I don't think it would be possible to if you train the if body you to to not dart your eyes around. If you couldn't move your eyes, would it take away the ability to have REM sleep? Hmm. Or would it become <laughs> just sleep? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is a stupid conversation. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it's yeah, a we, stupid hypothetical conversation. Um, but it's fun to think about technology fucking up humanity more than it already has. I'm ready for the, the Deus Ex future of cybernetic implants of eyes and arms and things like that. There you go. If you had cyber eyes, maybe they had a wider FOV. Maybe you don't look around it for any reason. Sure. Like they yeah. just go straight. Yeah. I think we're a lot further away from that, though. I don't want to. There are cyber eyes. There are cyber eyes. Their resolution is very poor. Yeah. Yeah, I saw uh, uh, a news story on Vice several months ago where they did something like that, where they had an implant in a blind man's eye, and they, it, like he could see, he, it didn't really give him sight, right. like, like, you know, full sight, but it let him see some shapes. So he was yeah. able to gain like a, discern, a, a like, semblance a of vision. shape and color. Right. Which, so, yeah. That's amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. It's so. like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're up to like, what, 16 by 16 pixel, basically. I mean, it's, yeah, it's it was, extraordinarily it was, low res, but over nothing, that's huge. Right. It's a, it's a first step. Yeah. yeah I could, okay, you're, you're right. But I, I still think, in general, like, that's really far away to where it would be where it would be better than the eyes you have now, you know, having healthy vision. Right. You know, it's good for, for people with compromised vision, I think. And that's, that's how it starts. Uh, so we have a... A bigger space now for our VR activities. That's why you're in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arizona it's, it's awesome. I feel like something is not set up right with the sync cable. I feel like I'm losing tracking a bit on the, the hands. Actually, we, I, I played some Arizona. No, wait. Yeah, I played a, a horde round of Arizona Sunshine in there, and Michael and Gavin are currently shooting a surgeon simulator in there right now, and okay. it's going fine. All right. So Maybe you're I'm just wrong. Crazy. No, but uh, I actually swapped the headsets around, so it could have been and gotcha. redid the room. Uh, Calibration on both, so that may have taken care of the issue that you're talking about. Cool. It's it, it it's so talking about that, and then talking about you know setting up this space just reminds me how intimidating getting VR and setting up VR still is. It's a it's a cabling nightmare in there. It's and all the cables are the same color. It's a big pain in the ass. And I I I didn't realize until I was setting this up. I've got beef with uh with the Vive. Oh, you got beef? What? Yeah. What beef you got? They have so when you buy a Vive, mm-hmm. it comes with three different power adapters. Yep. The three power adapters all look identical. One of them smaller. What? Physically? I think the the connector, the one that goes into the Vive breakout box, is a little smaller. The one that goes in the Vive breakout box is different, but I, I held all three next to each other and they were the same. Yeah. <laughs> no, they look like a lot alike. They're pretty yeah, much two identical. of them are two point yeah. five amp. One of them is right. one point five amp. Right. 
Why couldn't they make one of them look a little different? Put a different color on it. I don't know. They also, since release, they've changed the layout of the, the three-in-one cable to a circular thing, so it's not as much of a pain in the ass. Oh, really? Yep. So no, it's I'd not that flat that. ribbon. Yeah, yeah no, that's got to be great because it still gets tangled all to hell. Yep. Especially in things like Arizona Sunshine. I mean, the the reason I don't play as much VR is because I have to break it down every time I play because mm. I have a dumb cat who will eat it, um, <laughs> who has eaten cables already, uh -huh. so... Yeah, no, it's it's sort of a pain in the ass. Yeah, I haven't taped down the cables yet. Like, it's still kind of a mess in there. And I've been kind of nervous, hoping that nobody would trip on it. And everybody's been fine. Except. Jeff walked in, and within five seconds, he, like, tripped all over everything. I don't even know that he... he it wasn't so much as tripped as he just started shuffling his feet and kicking everything. Like, five seconds after walking in the fucking room. He, he saw the cables, and I think maybe may actively have gone for them. <sighs> You're giving him too much credit. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. You're, I think you're giving him too much credit. I don't think he even knows that there's cables there. Yeah. <laughs> Give us your Final Fantasy 15 update. It's fun. All right. I'm having, I'm having fun with it. I think uh, people keep asking me, like here around the office, you know, people keep asking me saying that they never played. Were you one of the people who said that you never played a Final Fantasy game? I've only played 14, which okay. I don't know how much it counts as a Final 14. Fantasy Oh, game. yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's, it's really accessible. You know, I think if people are, have been put off by... The intimidation factor of previous Final Fantasy has, games. Has, has there been any new mechanics introduced that sort of changed up the game for you? Uh, I mean, always like the leveling system's always you know tweaked a bit. You know the different upgrades you can do. I think that's interesting. The I like the the buffs you can get from camping and from cooking like people's favorite food. Mm -hmm. You know, and then like learning recipes. There's like a new meta game to that, and like trying to maximize you know your ex XP gain and. Do they have, HP you said they stuff. have cooking, do they have like the normal, like similar to MMO, like job system where you can go fishing and things like that? Yeah, Noctis can fish, yeah. Is it is it like a fishing mini game where you sit there and fish? That's pretty fucking mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, like you'll see, there's like a little radar and you'll see like where pockets of fish probably are. Then as you like guide your lure around, it'll turn like, if it turns gold, then you know there's a fish there and you Man, cast in that area. Yeah, I really want to play that you game. Get, yeah, that's you collect, cool. That's you, what set it off for you. It's like, hey, you I, can fight giant fun, monsters. Yeah. I love also like, fish. You collect lures. And you can get different types of fishing line and different rods. So it's like, yeah, I mean, that's, if you really want to maximize it, you can also is, collect stamps. Like uh, one character likes bugs. Stuff's like really relaxing and like right. therapeutic. I like it. Yeah, in fact, I've even had one. Like I encountered one NPC who gave me like a side quest to go catch like a specific fish. That's cool. So it's like you go off and you know try to find it's the fish in yeah. Iron in Iron Forge. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I used to fish in Iron Forge all the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I never did because I was always hard. Have you guys played the... There's a small update to Overwatch for the holo, for the holiday. Uh, it's like called Winter Wonderland. I, ha that? I haven't played it yet. I really want mm -hmm. to. You're, you're May, right? Throwing snowballs? So the, the, Snow there's, brawl. there's a couple things. Snow there's brawl. a bunch of new skins that are exclusive to the event, and there is a, uh, there's a snow, snowball fight. Uh, so it's that small Antarctic map. I can't remember what it's called. But it's uh, the, Outpost something? Oh, fucking. It's it's something it's something in Antarctica, but it's supposed to be a three v three map. Instead, it's a six v six snowball fight where everyone is May, and your only ability is to shoot a snowball. And or oh, sorry, the only offensive ability is to shoot a snowball. Um, and when you shoot your snowball, you're out of snowballs, and you have to go to a snow mound and hold right click channel and pick it up. So it's kind of like a it's a one shot kill, but it's mm -hmm. a risk reward thing. All right. Um, and then your ult is changed to rapid fire snowballs, and you can still use your ice wall and. Uh, uh, ice block ability as normal. But you said you only had one snowball, so how would you rapid fire them? Th that, when you hit ult, you have unlimited snowballs, so just oh. you rapid fire them. Gotcha. Um, and yeah, oh, it's all, I, you it's said all Christmas ult. themed, I you and said there's cute outfits, see? Oh, look at that. Yeah, I like them. I mean, no one's gonna care if you don't like Overwatch. It's not gonna bring any new players into the game, but it's a fun... Blizzard does good holiday events. No, yeah, I mean, that's it's more about supporting your player base. I yeah. mean, keeping them engaged and having things to that bring them back to the table. McCree is Scrooge. It's, uh, that's what uh, I, sort of Hitman did as well. They had their, their holiday event that we've we have done a Let's Watch in, so look for that coming up. Look look at those skins. Let's see Yeti as Winston. <laughs> who, who is the Yeti? It's Winston. Uh, is it? Okay. It's so cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I love Christmas and, and the wintertime, so it's just a way to enhance a game I really like. Uh -huh. uh, Hitman's Christmas event is pretty cool, too. They really, it's in Paris again, so if you've played the Paris map, then you will not be surprised. But they've really printed it up. They've decorated it for Christmas. Uh, there are little presents you can open. Most of them have bricks in them. Uh, <laughs> Echo Point but, Antarctica. Echo ah, Point okay. Antarctica. But it's a really, they, they have a really clever mission there too because it's, um, it's 
you've still got two targets to kill, but there some of the challenges involved with it are they're thieves. They've infiltrated the mansion and they've got like a set of things that they're stealing. So one of the challenges is to steal all the things first so that when they get back to the room and they're disappointed, I guess you kill them while they're disappointed. Uh, you can also, there's a Santa that teleports around the map that you can take his clothes. And uh, that's another challenge is to, to kill them while dressed as Santa. Uh, so it's, it's they prettied it up a lot. It's got a cool little snow thing going on and it's a neat little mission. I love holiday events in games, dude. It's the best. When I used to play Guild Wars, there was an event where um, the Santa Claus guy would run around and give everyone presents. She would like show up randomly. It's fucking awesome, dude. It's um, that's a way that I used to play World of Warcraft with my wife all the time. That's what got her to start playing World of Warcraft was all the holiday events. And with World of Warcraft, there's so many of them at the end of the year. Like it starts with like Halloween, and then you know it's pretty much all holiday events for the last couple months of the year. There goes Santa. That's okay. awesome, oh, dude. Oh, oh. He teleports do you, around. Is, are you, do you have a mall to go to and like have people sit in your lap at? You do, you do not. Oh. Uh, also, uh, oh no, I won't say that. It's a spoiler for the video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, that Hitman game was pretty fun. I haven't played a ton of it, but I have played mm-hmm. some, and it's 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 neat. This is the first Hitman game I ever played. They're finally putting the the season one stuff all on a disc. Um, really, they're gonna drop it as a disc. Yeah, That's interesting. Um, and then they're gonna put out another season. But it's going to be the same, like, it's going to be tied into the same game. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't advance the plot all that much. I mean, there is an overarching plot, but it's, you finally get, like, sort of a, a jolt of it there on the last mission. You're like, oh. Do you feel like for the money you've paid for it so far, it's a complete game? Um, It's a pretty good game. I mean, there's they've released a bunch of missions. They've been releasing a lot. Of, you've got the elusive targets. You've got... Uh, these extra little bonus missions, which are kind of fun to do. Um, and then it it's a game, you got to know what you're getting into with a Hitman game. It's a game about not just executing the mission, but finding different ways to execute right. the mission. So if you just want to get one and done on every one of them, then it's not a lot of gameplay. Uh, in fact, you could probably do every one of those maps in a quick and dirty style. I had less, maybe half an hour a mission. Wow. So, yeah, you could blow through the game fast, but that's not what that game's about. Uh, and if you like that sort of Hitman thing where you're casing the place, you're following your targets, you're finding all this little stuff, then, yeah, it's a it's a solid Hitman title. Cool. I'd play. <laughs> uh, speaking of other holiday deliveries, though that it has not holiday-related at all other than it feels like Christmas came, GTA just dropped a bunch of DLC cars. I saw y'all messing around with a little bit of that. There's it, Well, there's some pros and cons to them. So they've added an insane number of really awesome cars. There's a rocket car that has a giant booster on the back. There's a, a uh, big, like, 16-wheeler that has a... Uh, 16-wheeler? So it's all, all Mythbusters-inspired, <laughs> then. I, I cut off, too. Except it just doesn't have the trailer. It's all what? It's all Mythbusters-inspired, then. It's, I mean, those kinda. First two, those first two things you list are like It's got a giant wedge on the front. It's got Kit, the Knight Rider car. Oh my god, really? Yes, and Kit has rockets that you can shoot, machine guns. It can jump very high and deploy a parachute. It's That's amazing. The rocket car blasts off. It's it's great. There's that giant, there's uh, a ramp car that is just, you drive around and you just launch cars off of it. There's a, a well, it's just the cab. It's like Optimus Prime, only with a giant wedge on the front that just shoves things out of Wasn't the way. Was there a PC mod that had a, a vehicle like that? Probably. Hmm. A couple other like Mad Max style vehicles. The downside is though, like they added all these cool vehicles, but the only way to get them is you have to be a CEO, buy a CEO warehouse, and then buy them, and you can't get them any other way. So you can't use the mechanic to call for one of these vehicles. Hmm. You have to go to the warehouse where they are, and then go in the warehouse and go downstairs because that's where they keep those. Oh, it's got two vehicles that are also um, amphibious. It's got uh, oh an God, ATV really? that can, it has machine guns on it and can go, it, it turns into a jet ski. There it goes. And then a technical that also is amphibious. Uh, now, the, there's a way you can get them cheaper, which is if you go into the free roam and do CEO missions, um, you can do certain missions that give you uh, <laughs> a discount. But only the CEO gets the discount. So if you then decided to go become a CEO, you would have to do the missions all over again to get the discount for yourself. Interesting. Because uh, hmm. CEOs, they hire other players right. to, to help them. So 
it's it's cool. I hope they get rid of some of the inconveniences so that we can more easily do stuff with them. But mm. the vehicles are ridiculously fun to play with. Uh, and you can launch somebody off the back of that rocket car pretty good ways. Launch someone off the back? What do you mean? Like, they have f some physics associated with the basically the jet nozzles. Mm -hmm. uh, and so if you stand behind it and just you know standing outside a car and hit the ignition inside... It will blast you. Oh, okay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Are, are, can we expect a video soon? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> this is one, there's one forthcoming. We Good. played around with We've. I think we've done two videos in it already. Cool. Um, yeah, it, it seemed like Jeff was laughing like a maniac when uh, he was riding around in that amphibious ATV. It's been a while since I saw him that happy. Yeah. And then he came into my office and tripped on courts. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I want, there's something I want to talk about that's annoying to me. Okay. The NES Classic. Wow. All right. Digging deep here. Why, why is this such a fucked up thing? Why what? is it hard to find? Why did Nintendo say there would be more before Christmas and there aren't more before Christmas? What's going on? Are, like, are they doing this on can purpose? You, can you fill us in on the, the full story of the NES Classic? So Nintendo made this little NES replica. Mm -hmm. It took me a minute to catch up to. I was thinking, I put, thought you were talking about literally no, the no, Classic. No. Right. Put 30 games onto it and they were selling it. And uh, it was a li very limited run. I think they only sold it like at Amazon, uh, Best Buy, and Target or something like that. And it was sold out, of course, immediately everywhere. And they were like, oh, don't worry. We'll have more before Christmas. And there really hasn't been more anywhere. And I think that there was a limited restocking this morning on Amazon Prime Now Fuck. in certain cities. And Prime Now wow, is a service where you... the Austin was not one of the cities. Great. They got restocked. Uh, and I think Geek had a lottery system set up. In order for people to try to, you know, win a lottery in order to get the chance how, how to buy, was it? it was like sixty bucks, I think. That's pretty awesome. It sounds like, I mean, it sounds like it was probably just a manufacturing pipeline problem. How? I, That's true. I mean, how? Uh, what do you mean how? It's a thirty-year-old piece of shit. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, the, the, it doesn't take a lot of hardware to run it these days. Also, the thing's fucked up. Have you physically seen one? No. The controller cables are like this long. No, really? Yeah, they're fucking stupid. Oh, <laughs> it's like <laughs> is, I'm assuming it's all right. now that everyone makes wireless controllers, everyone forgot how to make a fucking wired controller. Are the controllers uh, USB? No, uh, no, of course not. Yes, of yes, course it's not. Part of the experience. Normal, it's like, not the old connector either. Fuck, because I have some of those old nope. controllers. Yeah, it's a whole new fucking thing. Great. Well, that's it, it works with like a Game Boy. No, sorry, a uh, like an N64 style plug or something. No, that's, it's it's like a weird plug. Yeah, uh, it looks it's kind of reminiscent. The N64 plug was more circular. The, the one for the NES Classic is like a little more rectangular. Uh huh. It's bullshit. Do you think that they had like a truck full of them that just disappeared, like with the amiibos or something? I mean, like, are you are you surprised that Nintendo can't like stock a piece of hardware though? It's it's not like it's a new piece of hardware though. It's like some old thing that they made. They had to have known there was demand. They either are doing this on purpose to like artificially inflate the demand for it, or they're just all fucking dumb. And they don't know that people wanted this. They, they announced it over the summer, and it's all people talked about. It was so hot. There's the stupid controller port. Oh, yeah, that's weird. And see how short that... Well, I mean, you can't see because they kind of obscure it, the cable behind the I'll assume controller. It's that big. But exactly. it's pretty fucking short. It's dumb. All right, so are you supposed to just run a long cable and have the box right in front of you? Or? I, I think so. I think that's weird. the solution. Right. I don't get it. Does it come with a super? Well, I guess you wouldn't know because you can't get yeah, one. Yeah, fuck if I know. <laughs> Ashley's got one. Uh, we can go raid her office and see if it's in there. Yeah, so it's very tiny. I yeah. mean, if you're not, if you're going to create an artificial demand form, though, well, one, that, that creates secondary market, which does you no good at all, and two, now would be the time to restock them because that's when you're going to sell them all, right before Christmas. So it would be a really weird choice on their part. Maybe it really is... It, you want a weird conspiracy theory? What if they had just like a warehouse full of old components and they're like, we've got X amount, we can slap them into these units and then we're done because we're, we're not making them. They're just shit left over in a warehouse. Yeah, but then they actually said there will be more available before Christmas. That's They got to get the elf back to work. They were wrong. They had a limited run release. Yeah, you're today. right. You're right. They're not liars. They're just <laughs> fucking assholes. <laughs> well, that's the, you don't want those anyway, though. That, that was the parts that were like fell out of the box and they were kind of scratched up. Not yeah, nearly as good. The, the parts that don't work as good. <laughs> it's just it's just frustrating. Like I, I, it seems like it's a really cool thing. Like for the holidays, it'd be a great gift, and they're just you just can't get them. So it's still a great gift, but if you could fucking find one, how much? It's an even better gift. I wonder how much they are on eBay. Let me look. 
I hate that secondary market shit where because then you end up with people who you know are speculators and and end up mm -hmm. buying like a ton of them just to try to resell them to make money on uh, on markets like this. Here's, I hate that I didn't do it first. I hate secondary market stuff. Period. Yeah. Looks like you can get it for about two hundred. No, there's a there's one year where they buy it now for four hundred bucks. How and it was? You said it was originally sixty. I, I think That's I want to say it was like sixty. Here's one with thirty two minutes left. That's one hundred and sixty two dollars. So stupid. Damage to box. I guess the, a dog has chewed the box, but the contents are fine. <laughs> so funny. Uh, so it's, it says it includes a standard HDMI cable. I have no idea how long it is. So it's just not convenient for any distance then. But it is, I mean, so it's standard defs still though, right? So it's four by three, but do they do something with the... Yeah, they, they did. Uh, the, the hardware does something to, to retain the look, but then kind of upscale it for more modern televisions. I mean, do they... Pillar box it or? Fuck, I don't remember. I, I actually had one here and I, I just don't remember what it did. Because uh, it's, it's, they got to do something. They can't, no way they turned all those games into widescreen. Right. Probably just black bars. No. It's, pro it's probably pillar boxed, I would assume. Uh, four, three, okay. You can choose your look. This is off of their official website. For the device you can't get. For the device you can't Suck get. Suck it, nerd. Choose your look with display modes. CRT filter. Looks like an old TV, scan lines and all. Oh! 4.3 gives you the original NES game look with a slight horizontal stretch. Pixel perfect. Each pixel is a perfect square, so you see the games exactly as designed. I Why don't know. Why would you want a slight stretch? It's like go all the way or just maybe fill up a little bit more of the TV. I don't know. It's so bizarre, dude. Oh, I, I can probably look on this page and see how much they were. I also, why would anyone opt to go yeah, CRT? $60. Sixty dollars, yeah. CRT really? That we got away from those days. Does everyone forget how horrible those were to look at? It's retro. It's cool, right? They were firing electrons into your brain. Speaking of people, were okay with that. Nintendo stuff. Do you see that ukulele got uh, taken off the? Not no longer going to be released on the Wii U, and it's going to be released on the Switch instead. I don't think that's a big surprise. I don't think it is either. Yeah, but it is what it is. That's fine. The, speaking of the Switch, they had a, another like kind of reveal the other night where with Jimmy Fallon, yeah, and Jimmy Fallon for some reason, and uh, showed off a little more about it. And they also announced that they're going to have their next like big information dump on January twelfth. I don't know if you if you followed up and saw that. Yep. They said hopefully that, that's when pre-orders will go live. Uh, so I, I forget what time. Let me see if I wrote it down here. But I think the January twelfth event is like at eleven p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, eleven p.m. Eastern time. I guess it probably lines up to a, a normal time in Tokyo. Right. And then the next day in New York City, there's a five-hour Switch event where like press can get their hands on it and, and try it out. Hmm. I'm, re I'm really excited for it. Like, yeah. I love Nintendo. Why? Because I'm in the mood to play Nintendo games okay. recently. And uh, well, there'll be more of those when the Switch comes out, including uh, true. hopefully Zelda. I, I, I really like, I feel like Nintendo has always done really well with mobile hardware, you know, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, th DS, 3DS, all of that stuff has been really good, really great systems. And I like that they're taking the idea of, you know, like the home console and making that more mobile. Like I'd like to be able to play more robust home console games on the go, like on a plane or when I'm traveling. I, I hope they do a little better than friend code stuff with uh, yeah. 3DS. Like I just want... If, I'm ha if I have a mobile platform and, like, if I bring it to work and everyone else is playing, I want to be able to play online with people mm -hmm. um, without any jankiness. So, hopefully they do a little better with that with the Switch. Yeah. So, we'll find out in just <laughs> under a month. Yep. We'll see. It's our, we're already almost at the end of the year. So, uh, yeah. So, January 12th. I, I think, I can't believe that they're waiting so long to announce all of this stuff. When is the release date? Do they have an official release date? I think it was March. Uh, March. March, March. Nintendo Switch release somewhere in March. It's in March. I mean, all is, is, all is Nintendo ever really sweated it? I mean, they're like, ah, I'll buy it. Yeah. And then one time, no one did, so they just kept going. Whatever. Which, which, well, the Wii U did. The Wii, great. the Wii. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, well, for a Nintendo. Well, coming off the Wii, when you make the Wii and they're like, oh, everyone bought one, yeah, then, are, and they didn't know why. What is that? Oh, is that the cable length? So it's it's three feet. Yeah. So Peter roughly. Hayes. Oh my God. Uh, tweeted out the. Uh, Comparison of the original cord length versus the the new NES Great. Classic. Why? That's what it should be. That's what it was. So it's like two feet versus six feet. It's like it's less. It looks like it's less than half. 
Look, of you're the not original sitting length. in front of a CRT anymore. They knew you still needed to be irradiated to properly enjoy the game, so they wanted you to be closer to the TV. It's not as good, but it works. Uh, yeah, so anyway, that's stupid. NES Classic. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, then going on, continuing with Nintendo news, they also announced that you have to be online to play Super Mario Run when that launches. That pisses me off so much, dude. Why? I mean, I, I, I'm with you. Why does it need to be online? I don't know. Like, it makes sense for games that are, like, like server-based where right. you need to, like, sync your character up. But this is a fucking, it's a level-based runner. Right. And, like, I was all excited. For what platform? It's the phone. iOS. It's, it's iOS. So okay. I was excited because it's coming out tomorrow, and on uh, Friday morning, I'm flying out. And I'm going to go on, like, a four-hour flight to Arizona. Just going to buy that and play it in the flight. But no, not unless I'm going to pay another seven, eight bucks for stupid Wi-Fi. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. You know what a, what a great game to play on a plane is? What's that? You must build a boat. <laughs> no, I, no I, I, internet connection required. I've beaten it twice. I'm playing. I'm, I'm playing it again right now. So good. I love that game. <laughs> it's it's a, the soundtrack does not get old. No, no, not at uh, all. But now I I still I'm gonna buy Mario Run because I. And what know, what was their stupid reason for security? It was it was uh, that's important. Come on, it was piracy. Piracy. Yeah. How to prevent piracy? It's rampant on Apple. Uh, my my only my only assumption is that that was the best way they could combat like like time based like. Uh, regeneration of uh like I'm, I'm assuming they're gonna have like lives and you get a certain amount of lives every five hours or something like that or you mm. buy more lives with real money and the way p they combat people uh turning their clocks forward or back is to keep it always online mm -hmm. so so sucks. also it's gonna cost 9.99 it's 10 bucks dude it's 10 bucks but don't you cheat and have fun i mean i'm a little worried that it's 10 bucks and then it's gonna be like Full of microtransactions to buy lives. Yeah, that's exactly why I'm questioning this price. You're talking about buying more lives. Well, I mean, why? What else? What other kind of piracy would that prevent? I don't know. Maybe, dude, it's rampant. It's everywhere. It's like voter fraud. Millions. Maybe it's checking in to validate the authenticity of the copy, make sure it was purchased. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. There needs to be some sort of like recourse to playing online, offline. I mean, I, mean, I know it's a mobile phone. You always have a 3G or LTE connection, but. Unless you're like on a plane or in a subway, right, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, Look, there are situations where you either don't have data, or you're on a plane, or you're in a place that, like, I just want to play my mobile games on the go. Uh, it's Nintendo's first foray into you know being on somebody else's platform. It's gonna yeah, be a little touchy. You gotta let them have a minute, you know. Yeah, it's the first time that a Mario game's been released on a non-Nintendo piece of hardware, right? Yeah, let them unwind. Except you know? for wait, the emulators. Wait, wait, didn't they have an old PC game? Did they have a PC game for Mario? Like a shitty Mario game, uh, Super Mario PC. All right. Well, to be fair, if they let it, if they put it on PC, then yes, people pirated the fuck out of it. I thought it was like some dumb educational game. Oh fuck! No. Mm. All I can think of is uh, Doctor Mario, but that was not on PC. Uh, on let's see. I guess according to this uh, Mario Wiki, Mario Brothers appeared on the Apple II. Super Mario World had an arcade release. That must have been like in Japan. Hmm. Uh, and Mario Brothers was on Commodore. I thought there was a more recent one. Mario Teaches Typing was on the Mac in 92. Hey! Okay. Uh, I bet that was a hot pirate item. Here we go. PC. Uh, Mario Teaches Typing. Mario's Time Machine. Mario's Early Years Fun with Numbers, Fun with Letters, Preschool Fun. Mario Teaches Typing too. So there have been like... So I wouldn't really call those. Yeah, problems, I wouldn't really call those like not a core Mario right. playing. I mean, outside of school. Did you not play educational games in school? I, dude, when I was in school, it was a <laughs> fucking green apple playing uh, Oregon Trail. For me, it was uh, Math Blasters and Zumbinis. Zumbinis. Yeah, ma'am. I took when I took my computer class in ninth grade. Oh, oh, look at that. Typing. That seems awesome, dude. He's teaching typing. Seems like a great typing game. FD, FD, S, S, A. When I took my computer class in ninth grade, it was so long ago, it was on Commodore 64s. That's awesome. Yeah. And they are actually old computers for that time because that was 92 and 93. That's when you took your. Yeah. So that, I mean, we still had. We I, mean, were still I took my computer class in '96. Our age difference is greater. You than probably that. took yours younger. I did, with, computers were hard to find when I was young. 
<laughs> like computers were not like a thing that were around. Also, that ship moved fast. Yeah, uh, it went from pretty crappy to sort of crappy, you know, in a reasonable amount of time. Because right around and now, it's just like gone. Because right around then, like '94 or so, is when you started seeing like what they referred to as multimedia computers. You know, that's mm-hmm. when like the CD-ROM uh, technology really took off in trays. Yeah, and that actually reminds me of something else I want to talk about that I forgot to write down. Um, I, I don't have a link in front of me. I didn't write down the notes because I, 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 I forgot about it. But did you see that story that came out? I think it was last week talking about how VR hardware makers are banding together to form like industry standards. Yes, I'm very excited about it. It's it's something I talked about at RTX this past year, like saying that it was something that needed to be done. And what reminded me was our talk about uh, CD-ROM drives. And mm-hmm. because back then all of the hardware manufacturers came together to designate a standard of what they determined were multimedia level one and multimedia level two computers. And I said that VR needed the same thing in order to like standardize and say like, this is the, you know, the spec for this level, this higher level of VR. And here's another spec for like a low entry level of VR. That way it just makes it a little more consumer friendly and then hopefully makes the ecosystem better because everyone's not going in all these different directions, fragmenting the market. I I think we're even with the, like a a hardware standard, we're still going to see, uh, companies like Oculus buying up exclusive deals. It's just, well, uh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean the more it, the it, it just it's good in that you have a a baseline for what if you buy a VR device, it's going to be X uh, deliverable. But at the same time, do you feel like that sometimes might stifle innovation? Though I guess no one is required to live to the standard. It, it's just more like a seal of approval. Yeah, you almost. call it something else if you want to, and, and you could build a new standard. It's just like you could say the same thing about like broadcast television. Mm-hmm. You know. There's already a 4K and an 8K standard. We don't, we're not there yet, but the standard exists. And you know, when when eventually we get there, you know, it'll be in place. Yeah. That's why you. That's why you can own a 4K or an 8K television now, despite the fact you can't get any over-the-air broadcast for it. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you will, and the standard's already there, so the hardware already exists. I think it's analogous to that. It's it's fun that you say over the air though, because that won't exist when that's a thing. Yeah, well, it still won't be. Well, it won't be over the air though. Yeah, well, it'll be over a wire. No, uh, in Tokyo they're broadcasting. Are they still broadcasting? They're going to broadcast the 2020 Olympics over the air in 8K. In 8K? Yeah. Are, do you die if you walk anywhere near the broadcast tower? I be- that was the plan. I believe as I was the last time I read up on it was about two years ago. Uh, I should, I'll, I'll have to double check and see if that's still the plan. But I, I remember being excited oh, that Jesus, we, we were flying the air. What kind of bandwidth would it take 8K? to do that? A lot. It, 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 they basically take your whole original like UHF spectrum, right? I imagine. <laughs> well, they're freeing up all that old spectrum, right? Yeah, because no one else is using <laughs> right, it. Right, because you can't do analog over the analog over there anymore. Yeah, I said that really weird. <laughs> yeah. My name's Log. Analog. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there's already obviously that older spectrum that's being cleared up. So mm-hmm. I, I imagine they just cannibalize a lot of that. Damn it! I thought we were going to get that for networking. Okay, let me look real fast. 8K over <laughs> the air. Someone else, Vamp, talk about something. Uh, did you see that Crytek isn't paying their employees again? How again. the fuck does that happen? Why won't they just make the games that people want? No, like, how, how do they still have a studio if they're not paying their employees? What well, are they, they doing? they don't. A lot of them stop showing up. Sure, but, like... As they would. Like, how, how, how are they getting away with that multiple times? They're not getting away with it. They're going out of business. <laughs> Yeah, but this isn't the first time it's happened. That's well, you know, they they fold it in, and then uh, I mean, their their engine is still worth a lot. Yeah, there's still a lot of things that run on Crytek, but yeah, those licensing fees dry up after a while, I imagine. You Especially, know, you know, who killed Crytek is probably Unity and Unreal Engine. Star I was going to say Unreal Engine, yeah. probably. Star Citizen's running on Cry, Cry Engine, like a modified version of Cry Engine, right? Damn it, we're going to get a delay for Star Citizen yeah. because of this. Yep. I went, or maybe or, or it, could, it could be on Unreal, but maybe I think they it, just get the Crytek engine I for think, cheap. I think they're running on a maybe Crytek of, belongs to Star Citizen. Now. Yeah. So um, I'm going back to the AK thing here yeah. real fast. So obviously it's Japan, it's NHK who's doing uh, all of this broadcasting. They did tests during the 2016 Rio Olympics, where you had to go to special theaters to watch mm-hmm. the 8K over the air broadcast. It was 22.2 audio, which is crazy to me. Ooh. And their goal is still to have over the air. Uh, free-to-air 8K broadcast for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. But, I mean, of all places, like, I, it's a, it's an odd hybrid for Japan because it's the perfect kind of place where you think bleeding edge of technology, but at the same time, it's a place where most of the living spaces tend to be very small and would not necessarily accommodate the kind of size TV that would be required to make efficient use of an 8K resolution. 
Right? You kind of need a big TV to really... Otherwise, Not you're if you're like, sitting close, like you're in a small apartment. If you want to be like <laughs> an inch away from it, great. But then you're like... Or maybe, or maybe if you want a VR headset where you can watch like 360 video, like yeah. an 8K, and then you're like looking around like you're there. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, see? Uh, if they can get the devices out there, sure. Because I, I try, I already, like I mentioned earlier, I already mm-hmm. tried on an 8K headset just a couple of weeks ago. What did they show you? They had their own 360 camera that shot or that captured an 8K that was also there. But was wait, like that, wouldn't, that doesn't work though. What do you mean? Well, if it's a 360 camera it's capturing an 8K, then still in your headset, you're only seeing, so, well, if it's 180 FOV, then you're only seeing 4K. So they showed that, but then they also had their own like custom demos that they had built for uh-huh. it. It was like they a... They stitched it together or something. Yeah, like they, they showed like, they had like a solar system demo, like kind of typical VR headset stuff. Was it, could you how, was the, how was the screen door? The screen was there door? any? The there, pixelation. No, there wasn't any. That's awesome. They, and they said that's why they're shooting for that. Like that's the target for so 8K. 8K will release... That's where you finally don't have okay. that anymore. Even at this distance, right? Like you don't, you, never, you don't see the pixels because the density is so high. Oh, I want it, <laughs> and I want it lighter. You know, I don't have a problem with the wives. The, the wives. I don't have a problem with the vibes weight, except for uh, when I look like bend over to look down and stuff. And it happens a lot in Arizona sunshine when I drop my magazines on the ground. And I want to go pick them up or I want to look at my belt. Mm. Like the they will start coming loose and I can't see. I every time I look at my belt because in Arizona sunshine the way I keep tra- you keep track of your ammo is that you have a belt and it just has a, like four slots that have numbers. I hate, for the I different hate types that system of ammo. because looking down is bad. Yeah, I have to. I grab my headset and look down every time I do it because yep, there's no other way to. Yep, it's nonsense. Uh, and the only part of the vibe that really hurts my face is, or it's my ears. It's because the strap the goes right ears. over the top of my ears. Gotcha. And then when you put headphones on, which I'm using cans and stuff, if I went in ear, maybe it wouldn't be so bad. But okay, I prefer using cans also. Well, it's better sound. It's immersion, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I finally have uh, a dedicated space at my home for VR. I finally cleared everything mm-hmm. out. And have like It's not a huge space, but it's a little space where I don't have to constantly right. take it down and reset it up. Now that you have that set up, you need to check out Elite Dangerous and NVR. Yeah, absolutely. It's there's, there's so many things awesome. I need to check out. Hotas? No, I've got to, I'll, I'll get one, though. Pick up uh, the SciTech. I think I got the X52. Mm-hmm. It's the one that's built into the game itself. So okay. Like, if you position it right, it just matches up to the end game. Perfect. It's awesome. Perfect. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. Uh, SciTech. SciTech, whatever. X52 Pro. Pro, oh, you want yeah, the normal one. one? No, I love, I love that shit. Like, uh, you know, back in the day, I used to have you know, all kinds of yeah, different man. joysticks, thrustmasters, and Fucking all of that fun. stuff. Yeah, it doesn't come with rudder pedals, but I'm not a fan of rudder pedals. Um, but if you're a flight sim fan, I can understand why you would be. Yeah. yeah. Now that we have that that space over there, we should try the plank. It's that game where it's just oh, like, oh yeah, we should get a, like a piece of wood or something and see easy. if that. Re- yeah, you have a lot no, of wood it should be easy to put some, together and some fans or something. Oh, yeah, ah. really that'll bring back the tingles. You think so? I hope. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I'm chasing that, for that another high. fix, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm really curious now that we have like we talk we have this space that uh, you know is, is dedicated for this. I'm really excited to see like how much we can build it out and what we can really do with it. You have know? we tried like VR girls or any of the the porn? <laughs> There's. <laughs> There, you're I you're kidding, but there's a, a Steam VR game uh, that came up the other day that's, oh, what is it, it's like something Amy or I forget exactly. It, I, I always look at whatever the new releases are, and it's not fully integrated. Every all, all the comments say you can only move your eyes. I don't know what that means. Like, I assume it just means that the motion controllers are not there, or yes, I can always just move my eyes. I don't, if I, if, if I have to go, if it really is, I'm just like, no, thank you. Uh, Weird. Not that I can't tell if it's a game anyway. It's right. just like there's What's all it the. It's it's one of the new releases on Steam, all unless right. it's already been taken down because it's just. Seems if it's an to adult, be, I mean, Steam can't do adult games, so it would be taken down. They can censor it. No, they can have adult games. They can censor it, but there are adult games on Steam. Not with like nudity or anything like that. There are games with nudity, sure. Are there? No. So I thought about like, this no, like, any, Some any, games any, have to have different releases yeah, on Steam. The Girls on the Roof thing. Like, like any yeah. anytime there is a... Wasn't like, there? A, there's full-on boobs. No, we played games with full-on... There's full-on sex in some of those uh, Japanese... Uh, What's the, the, the... But I thought a lot of it was like implied. Like you don't see anything. No, there was right. straight up naked. I mean, it was... Was The Witcher on Steam? The Witcher had boobs. Yeah, sex, The Witcher's got boobs. But, but um, like all the all the like the hentai games are all hentai, hentai, hentai. hentai. All the hentai games are uh, are like censored and changed. There's definitely games with boobs. Like I know, didn't uh, this one? I don't know that it does. Have, uh, Funhouse did a, a let's play in that one game, uh, Honey Pop. Honey Pop. And that what they said that was censored. Yeah. Uh, on Steam. Yep. 
There's a, like a different version. I, said, I mean, you gave a great example already. Witcher. There's definitely sex and boobs in Witcher. I wonder what the what the difference is. Or it's what's more tasteful. Um, and so, several of those. Uh, in the Witcher, what are they called? They're RPG or story games or I've, there's a, oh, a genre. novel graphic novel. Yeah, graphic in, in novel Witcher, games it's just have boobs though. It's not like it's not like actual sex. Not seeing dicks. All right. Oh, that's that the difference. That's the difference. That's the difference. Unless you drop dong, it's not. That's it sexist. Count. Then again, like you'll, the, you'll never see Westworld you, on there. You, Mount your friends has dicks in it, so I don't know where we draw the line anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, it's about time to wrap this up. Let's go look for VR porn. We're gonna go look for VR porn now. <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody for watching. We will see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>